I'd like to begin with <coughs> with the pasuk in the parsha after <coughs> after Yaakov Avinu asks Yosef, he begs Yosef to bury him in Eretz Yisrael. Yosef was the one who had the power; he had the had the wherewithal. And then Yaakov Avinu expresses Akhar Sapot, and he gives Yosef something in appreciation. That's what a year does. He gets makertov. You don't just take something for granted. He asks somebody to do something for you. So Yaakov says to Yosef, this is right before Ravim, I'm dying. There'll be a time that HaKadosh Baruch is going to allow you, is going to allow you to go back to Eretz Yisrael. I'm giving you, Yaakov says, I'm giving you Shechem Achad Alachecha. One more shem, one more portion, Allah in addition to the chalik that all your brothers are getting and that you'll have, like everyone else, I'm giving you shem echad Allah So Rashi gives one beer that this is actually referring to the city of Shem. Just like you taking care of my makam kavura, I'm going to give you a makam kavura. Where's Yosef Atzadik buried? He's buried in Shem. So I'm giving you the city of Shem, or he's referring to the Bukhara, the different shatim and Rashi. Then Rashi tells Yosef why this is so precious to him. Why am I giving you some? This that I'm giving you, this Shechem that I'm giving you, is something that has great value to myself. Why? I'm giving you something that I took from the Emori, with my sword and with my bow. So he's saying that I'm giving you something that's really valuable. I didn't get it for free. It wasn't something I found on the street. It's something I acquired. It's something that I took from the Emori, with effort, with my sword and with my bow. That's the Pasuk. So there's a famous Targum, the Targum over here learned, Targum Onkelos, that Harbi and Kashti over here are not meant to be taken literally, but these are Mashalim to two different types of Tefillah. Yaakov, how did he get the city of Shechem? He davened. He davened in two ways. Says the Targum, I'm giving you Chulak Chad. I'm giving you a chilek, yatir alachach. In addition to the chilek you're getting, like your brothers, dinasevis that I took from the amaroim, b'tzloisi ubeba'usi. With my tzloisi ubeba'usi, tzloisi is tefillah, tzloisi is tefillah, and ba'usi is bakash. That's also a type of tefillah. Like the Chazan says tiskabel tzloisi on ba'usim is in kaddish tiskabel. So tiskabel may. May it be accepted, Sloisan of Ba'usan the whole base Israel. There's two types of tefillah. There's Sloisi or Ba'usi. And Yaakov Avinu used both in order to get Shechem. So he's telling Yosef, I'm giving you this city of Shechem, this place of Shechem as a Makam Kvura. It's very dear to me because I got it as an answer to my tefillah. 
<coughs> so what are these two types of tefillah? We all daven, we daven so much. What are these two types of tefillah and how do we best use them? There's a famous part from the Meshachachma over here in the parasha. The Meshachachma explains what these two tefillahs are of, of Tzloisi and Bousi. And he says like this. Tzloisi is referring to the tefillah kvua. Tefillah kvua means chakras, mincha, and mire, whatever it says in the Siddur. The Nusach HaTfilah in the Siddur is called Tzloisi. That's my tefillah, it's a, it's a, it's a tefillah kavua. Ba'usi is the bakasha that a yid asks. That's your personal touch. Personal tefillah. For example, he brings the Gemara Navayda Zara. Gemara Navayda Zara, Davches. Gemara says that a person's allowed to add into every bracha in Shman Esrei, a person's allowed to add me'en that bracha. For example, a lot of the Sigurim have in the bracha of, of the Rafainu. One insert it, that somebody who's not well, so you can insert your own personal tefillah that this person should have a refuah and you can do that in every bracha. So that part that you're adding, your personal touch, that's called a bakasha, that's called ba'usi, the tefillah kavoi is called slice that's called yeah, the standard tefillah, the, yeah, the set tefillah. That's if a yid's just davening on his own. And the person's talking to Hashem, the person goes for a walk in the woods. It's good Jews who talk to Hashem in the woods. The person talks to Hashem and he's in his car. Person about to walk into a, into a job interview. Person get going to person's going on a date. The person has a little feeling. You should do that. You should daven right before you. Person daven this morning. One of the avreichim was going for a. taking his kid to school. He was going for a meeting in a school. That it should go well before you before you. That feeling is called ba'usi. It's slicey or ba'usi. Slice is what it says in the siddur. Ba'usi is what you have. So the meshachachna says, why are these compared? Why does the Torah, what is the Torah, why doesn't the Torah use those words? With my tefillah and my bakasha. Why does he use the words harbi and kashti? So he says it's coming to teach us a halacha in Hilkas tefillah when it comes, a difference between these two tefillahs. A sword, a cherub, is something which is inherently extremely sharp. Even if somebody doesn't use force to stab somebody else, but you just touch, you touch the blade of the sword, the edge of the sword, the person could get hurt. In other words, contact, mere contact with a sword penetrates, perforates, makes a difference, already makes a, it makes a difference. A cassius, which is a bone and arrow, if you walk and you touch an arrow, nothing's going to happen to you. What gives that arrow kayach? What we, so if you pull, the, the, the more you pull back in the bow is what really gives it that kayach that it's able to make a difference. So the Meshachachma says, when a person davens the tefillah kavur, the set tefillahs that we daven every day, Shachris Mencha and Mairet. As long as you have basic kavana, you just, even if you just have kavana in the first bracha, right? the first bracha of Shman Asrei, Mishnah Burra says in Maidam, you should also have kavana. If a person just has that, the tefillah works. It's programmed to work. It's a sword. If you say the tefillah, you say every word, you say it properly, that tefillah is going to work. It's going to make a difference. The personal tefillah that you daven only has an effect if you really put everything in. And if the more you put into it, is the more of an effect it's going to have. The person mumbles a quick something, you know, uh, as we said, you know, the, the, the personal tefillahs. I just mumble it. It's lab dafka going to make much of a difference. When it comes to the tefillah kavua, these tefillahs are so powerful. Shachos, mincha, mayrav, that we davening every day are such powerful tefillahs that they're programmed to work. They're sharp swords. Just say it, say it properly. Person davening tefillah, but zebra, kol shakane. Person's davening, these things have a tremendous effect. Your personal tefillah, so a person needs to put a little bit more into it. That's uh, the Meshachachma. And he explains the words at the end of Tachnun that we say every time we say Tachnun. 
שמה השם תחינוסי, השם תפילוסי ייקח. השם listens to my תחינה. תחינה is something I'm begging, I'm supplicating. השם listens to that. He listens, and then he's ממלא בבקשה. השם תפילוסי ייקח means השם just takes the תפילה. These are referring to these two תפילות. The one Hashem automatically takes. You say the tefillah kavu, it's there. The other tefillah, Hashem listens, kaviyachol processes, and then he's mamali, your bakasha. That's what the Meshachachma says. So I'd like to suggest a chiddush. <clears throat> There's so many things we daven for. So many things in Ruchnius, in Gashmius. We should be daven. We, we do that. We daven all the time. And then we dive and also sometimes, you know, there's Yiddish etzaras. Sometimes there's issues, there's health issues, Shalom Bayis issues, Parnassah issues. There's so many things that we dive in for. And then we, we're living in a time, unfortunately, and it really, I'm saying this to, to be Mishnatif in the Tsar of, of Achenu B'nei Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael. We're living in a time sometimes where there's, you know, there's Goyim who are actively trying to kill and trying to hurt Yiddin. And we have to dive in for that as well. Primarily, there's two types of Gaim. According to the Groth, the Gaim, all the Shiva and Umas, are divided into two categories. There's Esav and Yishmael. Even if they don't come from Esav and Yishmael, but those are 35 belong to Esav, 35 belong to Yishmael. Tefillah is, according to Chazal, is the way that we combat and we fight both of these Umas. Hakol kol Yaakov ha'yadayim yedei Esav. The Medrash says, Hakol kol Yaakov. When Yaakov is davening, when Yaakov is learning the double call, but when Yaakov is davening, ain't hayadayim yedei esav. The only time you have hayadayim yedei esav is if you don't have hakol kol Yaakov. Tefillah is an etzah against esav. The Pirkei Drabeliezer says the same thing applies to Yishmael. Yishmael's name, Yishmael, is a compound word. Yishma, kel. Says the Pirkei Drabeliezer, there's going to come a point in time where Yishmael is going to come and rear its ugly head and fight against Tal Yisrael, and the only Eitzah is going to be, we're going to daven, and Yishma Kel, Rabbanu Shalom, will listen. Is there any difference between the tefillah that's necessary when fighting Yishmael, and the tefillah that's necessary when fighting Esau? Or is it the same tefillah? Nafkamina, Lomaiso, what do we do? So this is a Chiddush, and uh, you take it or leave, but I, th- I think it fits very nice with the Meshachachim. Esau's Esav's bracha, Esav was told, al char Esav's way of fighting is with a cherub, according to the cherub. In Parshish Vayero, we learn that how does Yishmael fight? Vayihi Reva Kashas. He's one who shoots arrows. That's how he fights. He doesn't come, he doesn't make direct contact. But what of a coward? He stays at a distance, he's got good aim, and he fires. <clears throat> he come. So according to the Meshach Achman, so which tefillah do you use? Which tefillah do you use when you're davening to fight Esau, the tefillah that's called a cherub. The cherub combats a cherub. He's right there, he's by you. So that's the tefillah kvua. The tefillah that combats Yishmael, who's the Reva Kashas, is a tefillah, the Tehillim perhaps, that we say after davening. We say Tehillim, the personal tefillah. It's that. The reason I'm bringing this up is because we're seeing a strange phenomenon. We saw it last year and we're seeing it this year. This is current events and... Yishmael was, sh- was shooting, has been shooting missiles into Eretz Yisrael for a while. And then we saw last year that Yishmael took Esav's media and started taking knives and swords. And he was using Esav's kli. He was using Esav's kli melchama. You have Yishmael, but he's acting like an Esav. 
We had this past week a truck that rammed into people, and we've seen these things over and over again. A car. Cars coming in. This is Esau. Esau comes with direct contact. He doesn't just stand at a distance and fire. That's Yishmael. Yishmael is the Reva Kashas. So what's the tefillah that we need? Do we use the tefillah that we... Is it the tefillah kvua? Is it the other tefillah? What do we do? Again, this all, it's all bedarach afshar, but the tefillah is always a good thing. So I want to suggest two things. Number one, perhaps we need the tefillah kavua, but we've got to daven the tefillah kavua. The way we would... In other words, we use our cherub, the charbi, but we do it the way, in the way of bekashli. What did the, the Meshachachma tell us? The tefillah of Bacharbi, a person davens, I don't even have to put that much, it works automatically. But when Esav is using, a, when Yishmael is using a cherev, so maybe my tefillah kavua needs to be daven the way I would daven a personal bakasha. Which means I've really got to put everything into it. It's the tefillah kavua, perhaps, because I need the cherev. But I'm using that cherev, but as I'm using that cherev, that tefillah that comes, but it's Yishmael who's using it. So I need to do it, I need to daven in a way that I, I'm really putting it all in. That might be one mahalach. There's a second mahalach, and this is really something which I think we definitely all could use a little chizik in. And that is the, tf- the tehillim that we say after davening. And I want to just be masbir what it means to say tehillim after davening. Say it after shakras every morning. There's a chenu called Beis Yisrael that comes after that also. Try to explain what it means to say tehillim after davening. When a person is saying tehillim, different shitas as to what I'm supposed to be machavin when I'm saying tehillim. Lamashal. Person says, I'm going to use the mashal that the Piyasets and the Rebbe uses in Yisefer Akshar Sabre. It's going on a Pasuk in Tehillim, Keli Keli Lama Azavtani. Who wrote that? That's David HaMelech, it's in Tehillim. So, what is my kavana when I'm saying it? Am I saying over that David HaMelech said, Keli Keli Lama Azavtani? And I'm hoping that this, when I'm saying what David HaMelech said, so that should help? Or am I borrowing the Nusach HaTfilah that David wrote and David composed? Tfilas that all of us could use, we could borrow his tefillah and use that as our tefillah. We say, Esa Enai So what's my kavana? The David HaMelech lifted his eyes and looked at the mountains? Or am I supposed to visualize that there's mountains and I'm lifting up and I'm lifting up my eyes? Esa am I talking or is David talking? His shita is that David HaMelech wrote these, these, these are tefillas that David HaMelech wrote for everyone. And David infused it. He wrote it for all of us to use, to borrow his tefillahs, that we should be able to daven it. It's a personal tefillah. So in the Machzis HaShekel, in Simon Vav, in Shulchan Aruch, an interesting thing. He's discussing, we're not going to get into the old sugya now, but he's discussing, it's Pasha that you should say Tehillim every day. When should you say Tehillim? Before davening, after davening. So he brings down a Tshubas Beis Yaakov, who says the following. He says, It depends. If you have a minion that is say, get gathering to say Tehillim, which is usually not the case, he says it doesn't make a difference when you say it. He says, but if you're saying Tehillim, he brings down from the Arizal that a person should say Tehillim after Shafras. Why? Because he says, once you've davened B'tzibur, any subsequent tefillah that you add while you're still in Shul having davened B'tzibur has the kayak of tefillah B'tzibur. So Machzis HaShakla, the bottom of the page, in the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Fascinating thing. Any personal tefillah, it's after davening. As long as you haven't left shul yet, that's what he says. You're still in shul from davening, and you put your own little bakasha for the things that you need, 
it has the power of tefillah b'tzibur, even though it's your own personal bakasha, it's your own, it's your own tefillah. And then you don't need the minion to be doing it because you have the kayak of the minion of the tzibur that was there. So perhaps, perhaps, when Yishmael is coming against us with contact, he's ramming, he's ramming trucks into people. I mean, how could a person not cry? It's something that, personally, just like so haunted. It's one of the places I go to Rup Kriya, you know, when I go to Eretz Yisrael. You can see the whole Harabais in this place, just visualizing that place. I stand myself, and I'm ripping Kriya, and buses ramming through people who just made the mistake of getting off, a truck ramming, just made the mistake of getting, of getting off a bus. People losing their lives in a second. People losing their lives, families sitting in Shiva, siblings. And what about all the people that are in hospitals, just you know, battling for their lives? So perhaps, perhaps, yes, we should have the personal tefillah, because that's the personal tefillah you need when you're fighting Yishmael. You have the Tehillim after davening. But have the Tehillim after davening, meaning focus on that Tehillim, specifically the ones we say after davening, which has the Kayach of Tefillah B'Tzibur, which is the standard tefillah. The tefillah has the power of the Tefillah Kavua that we're putting into our personal bakashas. And perhaps, now that we've spoken about Tehillim, perhaps in general there's so many things that we need, and so many things that people close to us need, and so many things that people close to people who are close to us need. And we should daven, and we should say Tehillim, Nothing wrong with taking off your, your tefillin while you're saying tefillin. But I could tell you personally, I had to, certain family members recently that were sick. I, I couldn't bring myself to wrap my tefillin when I'm saying, it's one parak of tefillin that I'm saying that's for somebody who's very close to me. And more recently heard Cyrus of you know, family members of people that are close. I can't even bring myself because tefillin needs my personal feeling for the tefillin to work. It's not just, I don't want to say just like Ashray. It's not the standard tefillah. It's a tefillah you have to do it in your personal way. And it's only as strong as the oomph that you put into it. We say it after davening to give it also the kayach of tefillah mitzibor so that it should also work. But it's still tefillah. All of us, that Kashbach should answer our tefillahs, we should always be to know the appropriate tefillah to daven and when to daven. Kashbach should be mamali. Kol mishalas nebeinu